0: Hey, everybody, Dave Hagan here. Today, we're going to do part two of the 15 tips to powerfully work from home. Stick around. That's today on the Financial Wellness Podcast.
1: Welcome to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. Here is your host, financial problem solver and talk show host, Dave Hagan.
0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's edition of TFWP, or for those of you that don't know it, the Financial Wellness Podcast coming to you on iTunes and also on Spotify. With us today, we've got Nick Appel, we've got Brian Reed. We're coming to you from all over California. And you know the usual places. Hey guys, how you doing? Hey, you you everybody's smiling, everybody's <laughs> ready. You know, last week we were talking about these 15 tips and we just got into some, some little side issues and didn't get through all of the 15 tips, but we were talking about this working from home and why it was going to be a good thing. And even if it wasn't the fact that it was simply inevitable, it's going to happen. So don't get run over by it, jump on the train and ride it. And let's find a way to use it to your benefit because it's, it's happening whether we like it or not so we talked about the first four rules the first one being create a personal morning routine the second one being creating a business morning routine the third one being take schedule breaks the fourth one being protect your time and if you don't know what we mean by this hey go back and listen to the podcast last week that's what it's for we're gonna move on to number five now five out of fifteen Number five, set up ground rules with others in the house. And I think you got to do, it's really hard to do, but don't think that a do not disturb for sign is unfriendly. It's necessary. Put a sign on the door, make sure that everyone knows not to bother you. They only bother you in a couple of very distinct, unique circumstances. Like I'm having a heart attack or the house is burning, or there's a policeman at the door. Stuff like that. Other than that, you're not to be bothered. And you simply, absolutely cannot be disturbed during Zoom calls. Nothing looks so low end as being on a Zoom call with a bunch of people and someone comes up from behind you going, hey, what about this? Or hey, what about that? Or someone going, hey, you you didn't pick your underwear up off the floor, you know? Can't do it. They got to leave you alone. You got to have your own space. Number six, create your own workspace. And this is maybe one of the most important things. You know, you you can't work from the kitchen table, preferably a separate room. I think we talked about this a couple of podcasts ago. One of the new primo things for people wanting to buy a house, they want an extra room. We just sold our house. And one of the reasons that they bought it was because there was an extra room. So the guy could, Could work from home. Didn't even work in the city. Didn't even work in Southern California anymore. He needed an extra room and he needed a door that he could shut. So preferably a separate room. It's not always possible, but if you can set up a separate room, you know, make it as free as possible from from interruption. You know, maybe not by the front doorbell, maybe not by the the phone, something like that, or the house phone. Make it as separate as you possibly can set it up like an office, you know, put the, put the pencil container on the office, have that desk set up, um, you know, set up your own monitor that you can run your laptop off of, you know, your own nice large monitor um, kind of creates a, a feeling of, Hey, this is mine. I got my monitor, my large monitor this week. It was a 27 incher from Costco, by the way. Wow. I know, I know well, I can't do like the little 12 inch or 14 incher that comes with the laptop. It's just too difficult on my eyes. So now I've, I've got this larger one and it's really creating a sense of, hey, this is where, you know, this is where Dave works. This is where I'm supposed to go and have it and have it quiet. And I think it makes a big difference. You know, pay attention to where you set up. Don't don't give yourself a cramped little corner. Now, if you don't have a, a desk that's got its own sense of, of privacy or if it's in a little corner and you're going to do your Zoom calls, do your Zoom calls in a closet. Go into a closet, shut the door, turn on, the, turn on a background of, you know, um, a picture of a bookcase that you took and import that, that picture into, into the Zoom program so that you look the part. But it's nice if you got your own place where you can be, where you have your own monitor, where you have your own pencil container, where your pen sits uh, and your pad of paper, and you can do your stuff. And that way you can Zoom it at any moment. You know, if if someone wants to talk to you, um, you can turn the the email on and boom, you're right there. Oh, you you don't know how to do a, a Zoom call in a professional way? Well, I'm glad that you had that thought because I want you to go back to episode 316. We did it about two months ago and we talked about how to zoom well. You need to set up a a video studio. You need a background. You need the right kind of mic. You need the right kind of lighting, et cetera, et cetera. We'll show you all how to do it. Episode 316. Go back and and check it out
1: and Dave let me interrupt real quick because yeah. I think there's one thing that was not discussed and I think this one item is a must-have and a must splurge mm-hmm. get a nice office chair there's just something about sitting in a comfy chair that really makes you feel good compared to my $45 chair that I'm sitting in right now which is a little uncomfy and I wish I spent an extra 50 bucks on a, a more uh luxurious chair.
0: No, I will say that a comfortable butt is a happy butt. (laughs) And I I think that that's, that's, that's a truth. Good point. Good point. But you need to set up your own studio. You need to be able to, to do that. You need to have your, your own space. I just think it's becoming more and more of a necessity. All right. Number seven, talk with others by zoom during the day. I think zoom's better than the phone because it creates a more personal, emotional connection. But if you've got a lot of colleagues periodically drop in with the zoom, send them an email and say, Hey, if you got a minute, let's chat. And then you can chat with them about whatever you usually chat with them. As you look over the, the divider or as you would meet them at the water cooler or whatever, just to say, hello, it doesn't have to be long, but at least you're creating that emotional connection, that, that visual visceral, emotional connection. And, you could even do it with two or three people at a time and you don't want to spend a lot of time during the day, obviously doing this, but it creates some, some personal interaction. I know Nick, you talked about wanting to go into the office. And I think that this is one of the ways that you can kind of offset that or take the rough edge off of that by, by zooming with people during the day.
1: And I also think that in addition to zoom, let's just say that you're not at your office and you're on a walk mm-hmm. also FaceTime I think just get some type of video communication that will help create that relationship.
0: Sure. Sure. But you know, while you're doing all this, remember to wear pants. (laughs) I know a lot of people go, Oh, I can, I can work without any pants. And no, you really need to, I I think you behave a little differently when you, when you've got pants on and you've you've brushed your teeth. Um, I think it makes a difference, you know, number eight, set up lunches by zoom or, Hey, how about this? Even happy hours. I know a lot of people that are doing happy hours by Zoom these days and, you know, family events and birthdays and that kind of stuff. My mother recently had her 90th birthday party and all the grandkids were wow. uh state of California and everybody dialed in. And just to see her, you know, sitting on the couch and, and we'd set it up so that it was through the, the big screen TV with her nine grandkids all looking in, um, special event. But you can do that with people that you work with too. You can create small groups you can create medium groups um, and i think it makes a lot of sense set up lunches with zoom you know make sure that you um stay in touch and that you network and that you you connect viscerally and you've you've got to be very affirmative in terms of your thought process in terms of setting it up because if not you just you're just going to be in a closet growing a beard and long hair with headphones on and and doing your work and you don't want to do that
2: David, you just described me, buddy. You're, you're looking me. right at me and describing me.
0: Well, you know, I'm, you know, we're doing this on on video zoom. And I think, and I'm going to say to the listeners, both of you guys are sporting some uh, some beards going, not beards, but some some growth going on there.
1: A little scruff. Yeah. Nothing wrong with it.
0: No, no, and in, in, in fact, I'm I'm a little ticked off because uh, I don't grow in like you guys do. I only had a beard one time in my whole life, and after that, it was like, don't do that.
1: I I, I think, you know, just some people have it and some people don't. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Of course, you know, they also say that those that can uh, grow a beard well also have hair on their back. Just saying guys, just saying. Oh
2: man, (laughs) too much information.
0: TMI, too much ick. (laughs) All right. All right. Back to work. Number nine, consider a separate work phone number. You know, I think Apple allowed you to have two different phone numbers on the same phone. I don't know if they still do that, but I know that was a feature a, a way back. They do. And do they still do that? I yeah. think that's a great thing to have because that way you can look at the phone number and you can you can know whether you're picking up a personal call or you're picking up a um you know, a business call. I've always had this nightmare that I would pick up the phone and it'd be someone from work and I would think that it's from the wife and I'd say, Hey baby, baby, and then I'd get sued. You know, you don't need that. <laughs> it's nice to know what, in what context you're, you're picking up the phone and to have a separate number makes sense. It also makes it very difficult for people to call you after hours, your boss to call you, you know, late into the night. Hey, I, yeah, I know it's after work hours, but what about this or that? It's nice to be able to have something that you can have go to voicemail when you are not supposed to, to be at your desk. Number 10, take advantage if you can. And I never tell people to take undue advantage, but if you can take some advantage, do it if you can. The example I like to give is my daughter came down to visit us for a week and, and she still had to work and she was working full time, but she would go out by the pool and sit by the pool and use her phone and, and plug in the headset so that there was not a lot of ambient noise and open up um, her laptop and connect to the internet and did work all day out by the pool. And so she was getting the advantage of, you know, visiting her folks, which is something I highly encourage. And she would sit by the pool and get to enjoy the sun in the pool and got a lot of work done. In fact, she said that most of the time she was a lot more efficient, a lot more productive than if she had been sitting in her you know, office uh, where she normally was at. I don't think they even knew. Because and Dave she wasn't doing video conferencing.
1: This, this goes back to, you know, directly to what we discussed last week and how the hybrid type of work life is going to be beneficial for many of us is that, you know, you can work from your pool and if the, if the work is done and it's done well, there should be no issue.
0: Yep. Yep. I've had this fantasy for years that I could move to Hawaii and be sitting out on the beach when a call would come in video call, I could run up behind a cardboard cutout of me from the neck down in a suit and tie right and i go behind go, yes can i help you what can i help you with and that sounds really good and it would work until you know you hear someone in the background yell surf's up dude cowabunga <laughs> <laughs> maybe not maybe not but hey if you do that you wouldn't even have to brush your teeth or, or get dressed in the morning if you if you were doing that i don't think i don't i don't recommend it don't recommend it but you know take advantage if you can you know, if you got a meeting coming up, if it's an audio meeting, uh, go to the park and take the meeting if the park's quiet. Never tell the group where you are. Never do a group meeting uh, where you're sitting at the park. You know why? They'll be, they'll be envious. They'll be jealous. But if it's an audio call, you can go to the park and take it, or you could go for, I guess, a quick walk if it's not too uphill and you're not going to breathe too hard. But there are things that you can do, even around the house, you know, if you've got some studying or if there's a call where you don't have to be too much of an active participant, you can go in and, you know, make some lunch or you could uh, bake some bread or you could do whatever you like to do. Um, But take advantage if you can without getting caught. Number 11, be very clear with management as to their expectations. You need to have a conversation with management about when do they expect you to answer the phone? When do they expect you to be ready for a um, a spur of the moment Zoom call, Uh, but be very clear with them as to what their expectations are, because you know, managers are always suspicious and goofing off is the biggest reason not to let people work at home. So be very clear with management as to what their expectations are. Number 12, be very careful to document your progress or time. If you're a time-based job Make sure that you're including all that time. If you're a a progress based job, make sure that you're showing that and, you know, send emails, send progress reports to, to management so that they know that you're there and that you're getting your stuff done. Number 13, promptly return emails, calls, voicemails. Again, managers are always suspicious. Frankly, they're probably jealous they're sitting in their office in this empty office with nothing going on, except for to see all their, their workers out there getting stuff done, laying by the pool and they're, they're kind of envious. So make sure that you return the emails, you know, Hey, I'm at home. Doesn't work Uh, if you don't pick up a call. Hey, I was, uh, you know, going to the bathroom, tough to justify. If you don't respond to those voicemails they're going to think that you were, you know, goofing off, taking some laps in the pool when maybe you were representing that you were working. So make sure that you promptly return those those inquiries if that is within the expectation of management, which is what we talked about in tip number 11. Number 14, create an end of the day routine. So you got a personal get up routine. You got a personal or work, get up and going routine, beginning of the day routine, and you need to have an end of the day routine, write down the tasks that you've completed, write down what tasks you've set up for tomorrow. Believe me, you'll sleep easier if you write down the things that you want to get done the next day and then drop the microphone and walk away. You've got to have some kind of differentiation between your business life and your personal life. Put the phone down, turn the computer off, and walk away. And then number 15, and this is something I thought about a lot, use your saved commute time for yourself, not for work. Now, a lot of people, especially in L.A., are going to now have two hours or more a day available to do something because they're not going to be sitting in the the car. So what are you going to do with that? I mean, you can go home and, you know, watch a Kardashian show, but that's like chewing gum. That's like empty calories. There's nothing going on there. It just keeps your jaw moving. It just keeps your eyeball moving. Do something that's good for you. Exercise, you know, watch a a video show that's instructional. Learn a new skill, something like that. But use that saved commute time for yourself. Don't let your employer say, well, look, you're saving two hours, so that's two more hours a day that you can give me. That's not really the deal, besides being probably a huge violation of California labor law, but um, that's probably not the deal. Use that time for yourself. I don't know. Some things to think about. Brian, you've worked at home before.
2: I worked at home before, and I'm uh, working at home again now. So it's uh, working
0: out good. Yeah.
2: You know, I'm kind of used to it already. Mm-hmm. So um, it wasn't that much of a switch for me, but I can see for, you know, for a lot of people who are working at home right now, if they were working full-time and going into a firm or wherever they're going, um, some of the honeymoon is worn off, Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's not a honeymoon period anyway, because we're doing it because of a pandemic. Um, but, it's going to be a transition for them again, once the pandemic is over to what it really could be like, where your kids will still be going to school and you're not going to be homeschooling and two days out of the week or three days out of the week, you're staying at home. Yeah. So So let me
0: understand this so I can exude the proper, proper amount of sympathy to you. So you, you work, you know, a full day and you turn off the computer and then you go out for like a run on the beach. Yeah, it's great. That, that doesn't sound like a hardship to you. I'm not. I'm not feeling the pain. <laughs>
2: hey, I used to have a commute, so, uh, but I'm very happy with this current situation.
0: Yeah, you've done your time, huh? Exactly. No, absolutely. And, and as you know, going for a run out on the beach, whether it's you know on a path somewhere or on the wet sand when the tide's gone out, that's one of the finer pleasures in life to be able to do that.
2: Wet sand run is great.
0: Right? You do that? I I yep. thought that I was kind of odd to do that, but what a great thing.
2: No, you got to wear, I, I kept trying to have a sacrificial pair of running shoes, mm-hmm. but they're always going to get wet and they stink, so I just switched over into like water socks.
0: Oh, I would always wear shoes and then just like hose them down, but you know, it, it's firm, but it gives away a little bit. You got that fresh air coming across. It's just unbelievable.
2: So much to look at. <laughs>
0: You mean the wet sand? Yeah, I'm sure. Yes. That's what you we're talking about. Okay. <laughs> All right. I think we're going to wrap that up. I don't think we've got time for uh, any emails. Nick, are we out of time or what?
1: We are out of time, Dave.
0: All right. Sounds good. So let's wrap, wrap this up. Hey, this thing is going to happen. This thing's going to happen, everybody. It's like the coronavirus coming at us. It's going to happen. And now it's caused a tectonic shift in how we're going to conduct work. So, um, Get ready. There's nothing we can do to change it. I think it's going to be good if we do it smart. I think that for our listeners who now have 15 tips on how to do it well, it can make them more powerful, more successful in their jobs. So think about that stuff. Put these tips together on a piece of paper. Follow some of these tips and be more powerful and be more successful in your personal and financial life. You know, I think that's a wrap. Thank you to Nick and Brian.
1: Thanks, Dave. It's been fun. Hey, as always, thanks a lot, Dave.
0: Everybody, we'll talk to you next week. This is Dave Hagan, and you've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast.
1: You've been listening to the Financial Wellness Podcast, Dave's weekly message to keep you on your path to financial success. If you have a question that you would like Dave to answer on the podcast, go to thefinancialwellnesspodcast.com. You can leave an audio message with one click of a button or type your message into the question box. Either way, it's sent right to Dave's phone. Remember, Dave will randomly draw from the submitted questions and pick the winner of a free one-hour personal conversation with Dave to help you achieve your financial goals. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you receive the new episode notifications or share the podcast via the app with your family and friends. This is your announcer, Nick Appel, wishing you every financial success.